Hey guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I am sending you so much love. I'm so grateful for every single one of you. I just received a DM on my Instagram from a beautiful girl. I just wanted to say thank you so much. I'm really, that DM just pushed me and it's it's crazy how the universe and God works. Um, God's been pushing me more and more to be on my podcast and I have so many downloads of information and so many notes and things that I need to express and put on here and and um, just receiving that DM is a confirmation of how much I need to just be on here way more and I just appreciate that DM so much. It was just very heartfelt and it's so amazing to know that you're impacting people with your journey with your story and just want you to all know that you healing yourself is healing the people around you and your story is so unique and it's so individual to your experience and that we need to honor every phase of our journey We need to honor every phase of our journey. Every embarrassing moment you've ever had. Every ugly haircut you've ever had in your past. Maybe you were a little chubby back in the day. Whatever part of your journey you're not proud of. You need to honor every phase of the journey. Every dark moment that you've experienced. Every heartbreak you've ever had. And, you know, sometimes we don't feel like we're going to make it out alive. Sometimes we don't feel like we're going to make it out of that space. But here you are. And you do. Every time you do. And every time you go into a dark place, it gets a little bit easier to climb out. And every time you climb out, you feel a little taller, a little stronger, a little more pep in your step. Every time you climb out, you feel a little more worthy. You've released parts of you that you are not proud of and you've set them free. And so we have to honor every phase of the journey. Now I'm going to I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my journey and I know that this is going to be relatable to some of you. Maybe not this exact thing that I'm going to speak of, but I really want you where you're at right now in your journey. I really want you to pay attention to your thoughts. I really want you to rationalize your thoughts. This was the biggest part of my healing was when I really understood, you know, that my mind was really controlling so much of my self-sabotage. So much of this things going wrong in my journey were because of my mind. And because I'm such a highly sensitive being, the emotion is so attached to the thoughts that I would sabotage myself time and time again in my life. So I really want you to rationalize your thoughts. I'm going to bring you back to a time in my journey where I was very in codependent energy. Um, I've always been a very independent person. Even as a child, I was very independent. I did. I like to do things on my own. I like to live on my own, be on my own. I've lived all over North America on my own, moved on my own. Um, 
But when it came to love and relationships, anytime you'd mix connection, even friendships, just anything to do with um, friendships or or connections with people, uh, love relationships, I always would feel so much like feelings for things, right? There was no kind of rational thought process as to why I immersed myself in the energies or the connections with people or I just cared so much more than other people. There was no rational thought to that. My my thought process of that was always, well, why don't people care as much as I do? They just don't like me like I like them or they don't, you know, they don't they don't care about me the way that I care about them. You know, I'm always going above and beyond and, you know, people don't really do for me what I do for them. Why is that, right? And I know as a people pleaser and an overgiver, that a lot of you are in the same type of energy. So I want to bring you back to when I, before I recognized my codependent energy, and I I can identify as an anxious attachment style. Uh, anxious attachment style would be somebody who smother loves or um, completely, you know, abandons my personal needs and puts the needs of others before mine we got to understand how our mind works and how we program ourselves right so as a child growing up with a sick parent and continuously being put through the trauma of seeing my mother almost die many many times from you know my earliest memories I had built a a pattern within myself of, you know, the fight or flight and the fear of losing somebody, this fear of losing somebody that I love, right? So if you can go back to your childhood and just remember anything that has happened, right? We are acting out behavioral patterns in our adult life based on our childhood. I talk about this, I've talked about this in my past podcasts, but I really want to go further and dissect the mind of little Misha (laughs) before healing her codependency. And I want you to understand how the brain works. So I'm going to give you an example. This is kind of embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to lay it out. It's real. It's raw. I'm telling you the truth of my journey and what I've experienced. These are very real, raw moments that I've experienced. As a young girl, not young girl, sorry, not young girl, as a young woman, if I liked somebody and I was laying with them in bed, sleeping, if I was cuddling with this person and they weren't cuddling me, I would feel like they didn't like me. I would feel like they didn't want me. And that sounds absolutely bananas because it is because this person's sleeping. They're asleep. They are literally sleeping. They have no idea that you're cuddling them or they're not cuddling you, right? And because I was so in codependent energy, which is this need for love and affection or this fear that I'm going to be abandoned or a fear that this love will leave me, fear of unworthiness, fear that I'm not good enough. These were my thoughts. These were the type of thoughts that I had in my mind. 
in this on a subconscious level. I'm not realizing that these are my actual thoughts. You see, I'm just living out this pattern in my life over and over again in, in every area of my life because of things that happened to me in childhood. So to rationalize that thought, the person is sleeping. They do not know that they're not consciously aware that they are not cuddling you. That doesn't mean that they don't like you. That doesn't mean that they don't love you, right? Do you see how irrational my thought process was? And I really had to face myself because it would be the smallest things. I mean, I woke up one day to that realization. And once you can wake up to yourself, you can move along and move on from that. I had to just rationalize the thought. This person's asleep. That doesn't, you know, mean that they don't care about you. They're just asleep. They're not cuddling you. So, you know, this isn't that I went with this for my whole life. I healed that rational thought. I healed that at an earlier age in my early 20s. But there's so many other things that I still needed to work on that I wasn't realizing that my mind was, you know, playing tricks on me because that's what it is. Your mind is playing tricks on you. And I have a quote from uh, somebody that I, sorry, let me find it, had a quote and it, it was literally such a powerful quote. And the quote is, the biggest source of suffering in your life is not what is outside of your mind. It's the mind itself when the mind is asleep. So like being that my mind wasn't asleep, or sorry, being that my mind was asleep and my thoughts would create so much chaos for me. Um, my emotion became the thought. And, uh, you know, when you are a people pleaser and an overgiver and you got that unworthiness wound, your life, you feel like there is a weight on your shoulders in all areas because the whole world can manipulate you. Um, you know, I was very naive, very, very naive. This is a very easy, tar- I'm a, I was a very easy target because my pure heart, I just wanted to love and be kind to others and, and give and nurture and care. And I put everybody before me and I always kind of found myself in so much turmoil in my life because of that. So I wanted you to understand how our brain works, right? And I, I've worked very hard to rationalize my thoughts. And because, you know, we have to see our thoughts almost as a separate part of ourselves, we have to think of, you know, really just observing our thoughts. I did a podcast about observing your thoughts. This is a key to healing a key to becoming your best self is to rationalize your thoughts, to observe your thoughts. I'm going to read this quote for you guys one more time. The biggest source of suffering in your life is not what's outside of your mind. It's the mind itself when the mind is asleep. So that's why I want you to pay attention to your thoughts because when they, when they, when I say the mind being asleep, 
It is that you are not consciously aware of your thoughts. You are literally being manipulated by your thoughts until you control your thoughts or start to observe and recognize your thoughts and rationalize them. So because of my thoughts, I really created a very chaotic, anxious experience for myself. And so I really want you to pay attention to your thoughts and really rationalize your thoughts. Uh, The more and more healing I've done in my journey, the more I'm able to see other people and where they are in their journey. The unworthiness wound speaks very loud. It's very loud. And... You know, I hear uh, more often than not people making uh, an excuse for themselves as to why they can't do something. And I have to ask them, you know, I try to put into a perspective for them to see from a positive side instead of thinking of the negative. You know, more often than not I hear people say oh well it's really hard to get a job it's really hard to do this it's really hard to do that and I have to ask them to pay attention to their thoughts is that really what you believe have you have you you know really came to a a belief in yourself that it's hard and you're not going to find a job and it's you know really difficult for you to do something Because out of the 7 billion people in the world, you don't believe that you are worthy of one good job somewhere. One good job, one career where you're satisfied, where you're getting paid well, where you're doing what you love. More often than not, I hear, I'm never going to find love. All guys suck. There's no good guys out there. Never going to find a good man. And I have to, and I, I, you know, I've said that before in my past. There's probably been a time or two that I've said that. But really rationalizing that thought, does that make any sense of 7 billion people in the world that you're not worthy of finding one person, at least one, or if not a handful of people that would be, you know, lucky to be with you the more and more rationalizing of my thoughts that i've done the more healing of my thoughts paying attention to the voice in my head about myself the more i've been able to shift into a place of knowing that i am so worthy of everything that I desire in my life and more. Not only that, that I add to this experience. I add to the experience of anyone that I meet that a job would be lucky to employ me and have me as an an employee. That I, um, you know, not wanting to have a job working for somebody else, that I I am worthy and I am you know, capable of, of creating that 
you know, life for myself where I have my own business, where I have my podcast, my spiritual healing practices and um, I do sessions and that it could be very, not that it could be, that it is very successful and that I have a very successful music career as well, that I'm doing exactly what I love, even though many, many times in my life I've heard that it's impossible to do that. But is that a rational thing to agree to? It's just really not. You see, you got to understand this is your experience that you create this experience. You can do and be and say and have whatever you want in this experience that there are going to be people time and time again telling you how it is not going to work out, how you cannot have this, how you cannot have that. And those are just not rational thoughts to agree to. And I just really want you guys to pay attention to your thoughts. And whenever you have a negative thought, really just disagree with that thought. Rationalize it. Is that a rational thought? Is the voice in my head telling me a story, telling me a lie, manipulating me to stay in the lower vibration of myself? Or am I going to overpower this thought? And change and reprogram my thoughts to be positive, high vibrational, loving thoughts. You know, really rationalizing my thoughts about love and connections and friendships and people in my life. And so I have done a lot of work on myself. I've done a lot of research on myself, um, studying human behavior. And... This is just stuff that I intuitively, I get. I never went to school for this. I, I've lived many lives before this one. And a lot of you, like myself, came into this human experience to bear our soul and give our love and, and love so deeply and so hard and to feel so much pain and rejection from others and so much hurt only to realize that we were here to learn to give that love to ourselves that all the lessons all the little little things that you have to experience it is going to make you stronger and the key and the answer is to understand your thoughts to learn your thoughts to master your thoughts observe your thoughts to really become friends with the voice in your head i love you guys so much i'm so proud of every single one of you and i hope you have an amazing positive day